0: The Johnson's Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's self polishing Coat present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, B. Benaderet, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. brighter. It's brighter than ever, better than any. That's the news about the self-polishing floor wax 1949 glow coat. In kitchens from coast to coast, women are finding out that 1949 glow coat gives them three major improvements. First, you now get almost twice the shine on your linoleum, twice the shine you used to get. That new glow in glow coat is a brighter glow and you get it without rubbing or buffing. Second, it's a longer wearing glow. Actually, the fine wax luster of your linoleum lasts almost twice as long. Because 1949 glow coat covers the surface with a tougher finish. Third, glow coat is easier to apply. It spreads more uniformly. In addition, glow coat now goes farther. Ask your dealer for the 1949 glow coat. It's longer wearing, easier to apply. And most important, glow coat's got a new glow that makes it brighter than ever, better than any. If you know the party who left a 1925 sedan with pleated fenders, three flat tires, and all the paint chipped off in front of 79 Wistful Vista night before last, please tell him to come pick it up. Because out at the curb, looking it over for the fourth time and very annoyed about it, are the people who live at 79, Fibber McGee and Molly.
1: Look at this broken down jalopy still sitting here, Molly Somebody's got a lot of crust Leaving this rusty hunk of busted junk in front of our house
2: You know, I wouldn't even have known it was an automobile If it didn't have that foxtail on the radio aerial
1: (laughs) (laughs) That ain't even the aerial That's part of the bumper sticking up (laughs) What a heat Every time I kick this crate, something falls off of it
2: Again, maybe it'll just
1: disintegrate. <laughs> you know what I got a good notion to do? I got a good notion to call the cops.
2: The cops? Who would you have them arrest, huh?
1: Why, of course not. They can hide out in the shrubber here, and whoever abandoned this old jalopy and left it, when he doesn't come back to pick it up, they can slap the handcuffs on him and the jug like a gallon of cider. See, put him.
3: <laughs> you see?
1: No. No,
2: I didn't quite get that. <laughs>
1: Well, it's Simple enough
3: <laughs>
1: Nobody's going to get away with leaving a pile of junk like this in front of our house And, hey, do we know this gal coming here? She looks like she's going to speak to oh, us Oh,
4: yes We saw her last week, McGee Well, good gracious If it isn't Mr. and Mrs. McGee Hello, Mr. and Mrs. McGee I didn't know you lived here, do you? Maya, it certainly is a small world, isn't it? Just small <laughs> Yes, Yes, it is, Mrs. I'll bet you're wondering how I knew your name because we've never really been properly introduced at all. Not at all. So I just said to Mr. Kramer, you know Mr. Kramer at the drugstore, Kramer's drugstore, oh, did you have an accident with your car?
1: Kramer? Oh, us. Oh, no. <laughs> no, this isn't our car, Mrs., uh, Mrs., Oh, uh...
4: the way people drive these days is just awful. I was driving downtown yesterday and when I pulled out of a safety zone to make a U-turn... <laughs> into my front bumper with his back fender.
3: (laughs) My front bumper. Well,
1: you can't trust a man driver, sis. Try to dry your nail polish and they think you're signaling for a turn.
4: (laughs) You should have heard him scream about one little old fender torn off. But I showed him I just drove on. It's not my car, anyhow. It's my sister Thelma's. And I don't even have a driver's license, so it's not my problem. His fender. Well, I hope Thelma wasn't angry about her bumper. Thelma? My sister Thelma? Do you know Thelma?
1: Oh, no, no. We don't know her. We just heard you...
4: I must go tell Thelma I saw you. Oh, it's so nice running into old friends this way, and I do wish you'd call me up sometime, Mrs. McGee. I'm in the phone book, you know. The book? Goodbye. Goodbye, uh, tell my sister.
1: You know, I'm beginning to look forward to these little visits with her, Molly. It's so soothing to the nerves when she leaves. She
2: is a little garrulous, isn't she?
1: Yeah, talks too much, too. Well, <laughs> I got other problems right now, kiddo. This dead-rated junk heap here, hey, you suppose any of those tires are worth prying off of there?
2: No, they're in ribbons, McGee. Yeah. Just look at them. Mm. Those casings are as full of old rips as a legion convention.
1: (laughs) Doggone it, there must be a law against leaving... Uh-oh, look who's here.
5: Hi, old-timer. Hello, Mr. Old-timer. Hello there, kids. Hello, daughter. Hello. Hey, hey, where'd you get the hot rod, Johnny? (laughs)
3: Looks
1: like you built it yourself. No, no, this is no hot rod. It's just a pile of junk. It'll never run, son. (laughs) I can tell
5: by looking at it. Got to take them fenders off and drop the spring hangers, see? Then you tack a pair of chrome jets on the back end, hook up twin pots to the intake, and soup up the deal too. Hey,
1: hey, 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 cut it out. This is just a pile of junk... Hey, where'd you get all that hot rod talk? You have been running with that high school crowd? Oh, I still drive a drag now and then,
5: Johnny. Used to drive in all the big races when I was younger. That's all. Had my own crew to take care of my car. Hmm. One time I had me the greatest grease monkey in the business.
6: Well,
1: what could be so great about a job like that?
5: He was the only grease monkey in town, Johnny, with a tail two feet long. (laughs) (laughs) Two foot, that is. (laughs) Yes, sir, Johnny, I got him from a circus. From a circus? Hey, he used to hang by his tail from the crankshaft and grease all four wheels at once.
3: (laughs) He
5: should have
2: been cheap help, all right. You probably, he probably worked for
3: Peanuts.
5: <laughs> That's pretty good, daughter. Uh, but I'll ignore it. <laughs> yep, this monkey was mighty smart, kids. My brother Calvin used to lead him to school on a leash every day, but he got too smart, finally. Yeah? When they come home one day with a monkey leading Calvin on a leash, Papa sold it. <laughs> a monkey, that is. We kept Calvin. <laughs>
1: Well, look, that's
5: very interesting, but I... Yes, sir, like I say, I drove some mighty big races in my day. I mind one time I was racing across country from Jersey City to Albany. A cross-country race.
2: That must have been
5: exciting. Well, I knew it was going to be tough, see? Yeah. So I hunched down in my seat, fixed my eyes on the white line in the middle of the road, and off I went like a bullet. (laughs) You drove by the line, huh? I never took my eyes off of that line, Johnny, till I wound up three days later in... Mobile,
1: Alabama. Mobile? My gosh, how could that happen?
5: Optical illusion, kids. The line in the road turned out to be a crack in my goggles.
0: <laughs> Billy Mills in the orchestra and brush those tears from your eyes.
1: You know, I've had about enough of seeing that rusty old jalopy sitting out there in front, kiddo. I'm going to call the cops.
2: Aren't you being a little inconsistent, dearie?
1: How so inconsistent?
2: Well, you're the one who's always making insulting remarks about our police force. Yeah,
1: but gee whiz, mommy. Here. It's...
2: Here's the phone. Call the boys in blue. Okay. <laughs> it's always the ones who holler Cossack at the cops who are the first to holler copper when there's a noise in the basement. Go ahead. Call them. Oh, well,
1: I will if you'll pipe down for a minute, love boat. All right. Matter of fact, I've changed my mind. I ain't even going to call the cops. I'm going right to the top with this. I'm going to call the trivia.
2: The mayor? Isn't this a rather trivial affair to be called? Hello,
1: operator. Give me the city. Hello. Is that you, Mert? Oh,
2: dear.
1: How's every little thing, Mert? It is, eh? What's that, Mert? Yeah, I want to talk to the mayor. Oh. Give him a ring, will you? Thanks, Mert.
2: McGee, that was the doorbell. Come in. <laughs>
1: we got a bad connection, Mert. It's full of noises. Clear it up, will you? That's better. <laughs> Hello? Hello. Hello? Hello? Hey, get off the line, lady. I'm talking to the mayor.
2: Okay, mister.
1: Hello, this you, Latrivia? Yes, this is I. How are you, McGee? Fine, kid. Recognize my voice, eh? Yes. Your voice from the back of your head.
2: McGee, the mayor's right here. Quiet, right Molly. I'm
1: talking to the mayor.
3: <laughs>
1: hey, Latriv. I got a squawk. You usually have. Well, this is legit, kid. There's been an old wreck of a car left in the street out in front of my place, and I want the city to haul it away. I'll refer it to the proper department, McGee. Is that all? That's all, DeTrives.
0: Thanks a lot. Not at all. As (laughs) mayor of this community, I suppose it's my duty to listen to complaints and separate the real ones from the stupid ones. And I know which kind this is.
1: (laughs) You said it. It sure
3: is.
1: (laughs) Okay, kid. So long. Good day.
2: Good day, Your Honor.
1: Hey. Who just came in? I heard the door slam. Mice, I guess. Well, I just talked to Latrivia at the city hall, kid. He said he's going to... Uh, one question, McGee.
0: How long did you say that car had been there?
1: Two days at least, Latrivia. Oh, thank you. Well, I will say for Latrivia, he's Jerry at the rat hole when it comes to... <laughs> hey! Yeah. How'd he get here so quick? My gosh, I just talked to him at the city hall. Huh! I guess I swing more weight down there than I thought.
2: You swing more weight almost everywhere than you think, dearie. <laughs> incidentally or not so incidentally, your pants need pressing.
1: Well, I've been very busy and I haven't had time to sit in them. Hello, Molly. Hi, pal. Hey, have you got relatives visiting here?
2: No, Mr. Wilcox. The last relative we had visiting here was Uncle Dennis.
1: Remember Uncle Dennis, kid? Better known as Half Gainer Martini, the olive diver? <laughs>
2: Now, McGee, don't pick on Uncle Dennis. After all, he has a heart of gold.
1: Well, he must have a nickel-plated liver, too. (laughs) Why'd you ask? Did we have any visitors, Junior? Well, I just thought if
0: that old junk car out there belonged to somebody you know, I'd keep my mouth shut.
2: That was very tactful of you, Mr. Wilcox, but we don't know who left it there, and McGee has already put in a complaint to the city about it. Somebody had a
1: lot of nerve using the street in front of our house for a junkyard. Oh, well, you know how some people are, pal.
0: No feeling for appearances. They don't keep up with things. I heard the other day of a woman in Pennsylvania who still uses an old-fashioned mop and scrub brush on her linoleum. No.
2: That's ridiculous. (laughs) You're just making that up. No,
0: no, really, really. One of our salesmen in Pennsylvania is sending me photographs of this woman actually scrubbing her linoleum. You mean she never heard of? Apparently not.
3: Well. And when our
0: man showed her and her husband how to use Johnson's self-polishing glow coat with a new glow and how easy it was and how it dried in 20 minutes or less to a lovely protective gloss without any rubbing or buffing, you know what she did? No. She took the shotgun down off the deer antlers and shot him in the leg. Oh. She
2: shot a wax salesman? Why, that's a misdemeanor.
0: Yeah, it's at least
1: disorderly misconduct.
0: No. <laughs> no, no, no. She didn't shoot the salesman. She shot her husband.
2: Well, she'll have to learn to control those urges, and I speak as one who knows.
0: Well, why did she shoot her husband, Jr.? Because he'd always known about Johnson's self polishing glow coat and had never told her about it. He was afraid if her housework was too easy, she'd have too much leisure to read the catalogs and get to wanting things.
2: Well, good for her. He had it coming. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Then she sent her husband to the hospital, glow coated her linoleum again, just for the fun of it, and spent the rest of the week ordering stuff out of the catalog with his $300 accident insurance. Well, I've got to get along. got to meet my cousin, Big Blowhard Wilcox. Big Blowhard Wilcox? What does he do, Junior? He's a glass blower. He's making me a 40-gallon aquarium. Oh? My guppies just had puppies. (laughs)
3: See you later.
2: You think that was the true story he told us, McGee?
1: I don't know. Anything can happen in Pennsylvania. I ever tell you about when I and Milton Spilk were working in a shingle mill in Pennsylvania?
2: You and Milton who?
1: Spilk. Well, sir, one day Milt fell into the machinery and got sliced up pretty bad. Doctor said it was the worst case of shingles he ever saw.
3: What a
2: horrible thing to joke about.
1: Yeah, Yeah, but on the other hand, why cry over Milt Spilk? That's why... Hey, where are you going?
2: Upstairs to open the window. (laughs) If you hear from the mayor about that car, let me know, dearie. Okay,
1: Tootsie, there goes a good kid. And lucky, too. She knew when she'd loan me that two bucks to buy our marriage license, she'd get it back.
3: <laughs>
1: and she will, too.
3: <laughs> Why,
1: Come in.
7: Hi, mister. Oh, hello
1: there, Teeny. Come in.
7: <laughs> okay. Hey, whose awful looking car is that out there? Gee, is it ever a creepy old crate? <laughs> whose is it, mister? Mm-hmm. Whose is it? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't
1: know whose it is. If I did, I'd rub his face into it so deep he'd have rusty bolts coming out of his ears for a week. Oh. Somebody dumped that heap there and left it, and I've been trying to get rid of it all day.
7: Oh, boy. I wish me and Willie Toops had that old car. Can we have it, Mr. Will? Take it, hmm? Can we have it, hmm? If you can, can
1: get that thing out of there, sis. You're welcome to it.
7: Oh, boy.
1: What would you and Willie do with it, anyhow? Build a sand pile in the back seat? Oh,
7: no, we'd sell it for junk, mister. Willie's uncle is a junk man. He'd pay us plenty for it. Sell
1: it for junk? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, I never thought of that. Why, the metal alone ought to be worth... Uh, look, sis, I I just thought of something.
7: Uh-oh, here it comes. You see,
1: well, uh, well, it wouldn't be right to let you sell a car that I could sell myself. Uh, I mean, uh, that we don't know who it belongs to it, would it? Why? Well, if you sold it, I mean, uh, if... Uh, well, uh, just suppose that's the only car the poor guy's got, you see.
7: Yeah, he's in trouble, isn't he? Sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Suppose he needs it. Suppose his little children are crying for milk and he hasn't got any way to get out to the dairy.
7: They deliver.
1: <laughs> yeah, but how would they know where? Even we don't know the guy. Suppose he comes and he says to me, where's my car, he says. And I says, I gave it to Teenie. She sold it for junk to Willie Toops's uncle, I says. Why? The poor guy would be heartbroken.
7: Gee. Gee, mister, you sure tell it sad. <laughs> i I couldn't take that poor man's car, his little children, no milk.
1: Good. Now you run along and...
7: I'll he comes after it, mister. Mm. I got a nickel. I'll give it to him for milk for his children. Uh, no,
1: no, no, no. That's very sweet of you, Teenie, but, well, you don't have to stick around. you. Oh, I
7: can wait. I'll wait all day. I'll give him my nickel.
1: Look, sis, that, that's a very sweet thought, but, well, I got a phone call to make. Here, why don't you take this buck and go down to Kramer's Drugstore and slug yourself some sodas?
7: Well, since you put it that way, okay. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. McGee. And here, this is for you. You'll need this.
1: Me? What is it?
7: A business card. Huh? Willie his uncle, a junk man. Oh. He'll come right over when you call him as soon as I get out of the house. <laughs> And me and Willie get a cut on all the business we throw in. So long, mister. Why
1: that
3: little. Oh, well.
0: There's the phone. Here's what I'm The King's Men, and it's what you do with what you got.
6: Some folks think that fate forgot them, and their spirit hits the bottom, but there's justice. No sense to let 'em. Don't let 'em. Never let 'em. There's lots of ways to pay for all the little things you pray for. But the best way is just go get 'em. Go get 'em. What you do with what you got. Never mind how. much you got is what you do with what you got that pays off in the end. You gotta add how. What you do in all the five. What you do, you think you can't win, but you do, and you get that dividend. It's the means you apply it that raises your stock. Look what David did to Goliath with a little old hunk of rock. It's what you do with what you got, never mind how much you got. It's what you do with what you got that pays off in the end. Don't shit. Hard. So if ever you feel that your life is a flop, remember there's always some room at the top. It's what you do. When...
2: McGee, you've been staring out the front window for 20 minutes. Has someone come for the old jalopy, I hope?
1: Not yet, but somebody's gonna. Good. Who is it? A junk man, kiddo. Bright idea, mine. that's not only gonna unclutter our curb, but also pay us enough cash dough to take us to dinner and a movie and maybe buy you a new Easter bonnet.
2: McGee, how wonderful. You think of the most amazing things, eventually.
1: (laughs) Well, I guess I just happen to have a talent for sharp thinking, kiddo. I was just analyzing the situation And the guy abandoned the car So nobody owned it So suddenly it... Uh-oh This may be him Come in Molly, I just saw the car When was the accident? What did he hit? Is he badly hurt? Why didn't you call me the man? Hey, he... hey, 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 I... hey, hey Take it easy, fee hungry <laughs> I'm okay, I'm not hurt Get that wheel operated operate in the morning look out of your eye and relax Oh, fine Not a scratch on him It's even worse than I thought Well,
2: if you were looking at that heap out in front, Doctor, that underslung freight that looks like it was slung under a freight, (laughs) that isn't even our car. Somebody abandoned it there. Well,
8: Well, I'm a little relieved, kids. When I saw that thing out front, I thought, well, this is it. Little paper brain has finally met somebody more lead-footed and pig-headed than he is.
2: (laughs) Now, Doctor, he doesn't have such a heavy foot.
8: Oh, no? No. I was with him when he bought his last car and I noticed that by the time we got home all the horsehair in the upholstery had
1: turned white. Look who's talking about other people's driving. Who was it that cut that corner too sharp at 14th and Oak and the door handle chopped three brass buttons off the front end of a policeman?
3: Yeah, who was it?
1: Hey, come to think of it, that was me, wasn't it?
3: Yes,
8: it was. In fact, I was telling Miss Tremaine last night.
3: Oh,
2: Fifi Tremaine. How is your romance coming, Doctor? Yeah,
1: how's the race between you and Latrivia coming along, Doc? You both still neck and neck with Fifi? Or won't she sit on the porch swing these cold nights? (laughs) That, you nosy little gossip hunter, is none of your
3: business. (laughs) I
8: have been meaning to ask you, though, Molly, if you know anything that's good for removing lipstick, stop bragging. (laughs)
3: Lipstick?
2: Well... (laughs) Frankly, doctor, and this goes clear back to our courtship days, the best lipstick remover I've ever known is (laughs) McGee.
3: Well, good.
8: One of my patients left hers on my chair, and I've got a smudge on my best pair of slacks. I'll bring
3: them over...
1: for me kiddo I'm expecting a guy I'll be right back oh I'll I'll miss you yes
8: no kidding Molly when I saw that twisted up pile of antique metal out there I was really worried I thought McGee had gone to sleep at the wheel and driven under the first six elephants of a parade
2: (laughs) no doctor we don't even know who left it here More's the pity if I did I'd give him a piece of my mind that would
1: well that's that kiddo I got rid of that jalopy and the guy paid me twenty seven and a half bucks for it twenty seven fifty yeah I asked for thirty-five, and he offered me thirty. So, long as we were only five bucks apart on the deal, we split the difference at twenty-seven fifty. <laughs> <laughs> My, what a businessman! Take off your socks, McGee, and let's see if you can count up to eighteen on your fingers and toes.
2: Did he pay you in cash, dearie? Well,
1: take a look, Snooky. These ain't dandelion greens. He said, uh, "Oh, you got to go, doctor." Yes, I have to get over to the hospital. One of the wards is badly ventilated.
2: Well, uh, what can you do about it, doctor?
8: Patch him up. This is Eddie Ward, one of my interns.
2: <laughs>
8: Sat on a rake.
3: Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, good old doctor.
1: Really a warm-hearted old character, you know it. You notice how sympathetic he got when he thought there was a chance to do a little embroidery on my rose petal skin?
2: <laughs> I think he was genuinely perturbed when he saw that old wreck out there, <laughs> yeah. though, dearie. what did the junk man say when he... Hey,
1: did I walk over here or did I drive?
2: You drove, Doctor. I saw your car pull up.
1: Well, it's gone now. Let me use your phone to report this to the police. <laughs> oh. oh! Oh, my gosh. Hey, Fatso. Yeah? I told that junk man to take the car to the left of the driveway. I meant to the left as you paced the street. He must have taken the wrong car. Oh, my gosh. Wait
8: a minute, you little whoa, whoa. bandit.
1: You mean you sold my car to that
8: junk man? <laughs> well, chase him. Get him back. Get him over. Hurry, on. McGee, before they break it up for John. I
1: can't. I don't know where his junkyard is. Well, what's his name, stupid? Think. Uh, Hurry up. I can't. I don't know his name. I, I, he, I gave his business card back to him because he said it was the only one he had. Oh,
2: I see.
7: This is terrible. Where'd you get his card, McGee? From the
1: little girl across the... Hey, wait a minute. Hey, Peenie. Hey, sis. Come here a minute.
7: Hi, mister. What you want? Hmm, What you
1: want? Hmm. Look, look, sis. Get this. It's important. What's the name of Willie Toops' uncle? The junk man you told me about.
8: What's his name?
7: Why, mister?
8: Because he took my car by mistake, little girl. And if I don't get it back, it'll cost Mr. McGee a $1,000. Oh,
7: boy. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Willie. Come here a minute. There's a deal (laughs) cooking. Well, Mr. McGee?
3: Let's talk business. Mm.
0: Remember to try 1949 Glow Coat. Glow Coat's got new glow that means you get a brighter, more lustrous glow on your linoleum. A longer lasting glow. And it's easier for you to get that bright finish because 1949 Glow Coat spreads more uniformly and goes farther. Ask your dealer for the self-polishing floor wax Glow Coat in the same familiar yellow container with the bright red band. That's 1949 Glow Coat. Brighter than ever, better than
1: any.
2: Well, thank goodness Dr. Gamble got his car back before they did anything to it, dear. Yeah, and
1: just in time, too. You know, the junk man was a patient of Doc's, and his wife was expecting a baby any minute. Oh, really? Yeah, so when they located Doc's car, the junk man jumped in it and delivered Doc right to the hospital himself. (laughs) Switch was quite a switch.
2: How do you mean, a switch?
1: Well, gee whiz, kiddo. Who ever heard of a patient delivering the doctor?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Good night.
2: Good
0: night, all. The makers of Johnson's wax and Johnson self-polishing glow coat racing Wisconsin and Brantford, Canada, bring you Cibber McGee and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you? <laughs> If you own a piano, you certainly want to keep it in beautiful condition. Here's a way to do it, and do it fast. Polish your piano with Johnson's Cream Wax. The amazing polish that cleans so quickly, dries so quickly, polishes so quickly that using it is practically as easy as dusting. A couple of minutes, that's all the time it takes to do the job. Because Johnson's Cream Wax not only cleans in a moment, it dries in a moment. And it polishes in a moment to a hard, satin-smooth finish with no sticky oil left to catch dust. Tomorrow, ask for Johnson's Cream Wax, the fastest wax polish you can buy. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.